Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Today, we're going to be talking about you. We're going to be talking about everything about you that maybe you think twice about. And we are going to dive in a little bit about what God thinks about that and what he thinks is how us as entrepreneurs need to view ourselves in order to keep moving. Yesterday, we talked about imposter syndrome and um, and the idea that I'm out here teaching these things or putting things out into the world, but there are so many other people who are doing it successfully and who am I to bring something out and who would want what I have to offer and so forth. And we talked about imposter syndrome. Today we're going to be talking about how you are made to be you and how important it is to understand that as a foundational principle for us moving forward in our faith. Today we are looking at 2 Corinthians 10, 12. And this is what it says. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. Raise your hand if you have ever gotten in your head before. If you have ever had a conversation with yourself regarding yourself and made a decision about yourself based on your own view of yourself. And when has that ever in your experience gone well? I don't think that in my experience of sitting and thinking about myself and what I do and don't do, it's ever come out with a positive outcome, to tell you the truth. It's always been one reason after the other after the other to confirm why I am so bad at something or why I can never be consistent or why I'm still too nervous or scared to do a specific thing in my business. It's always been that way. And the word is telling us that is not a wise way to live. That is not a wise action to take on our part. I'm going to read it to you again because it's really, really interesting. When they measure themselves by themselves, so nobody else has an opinion other than you, and you compare yourself with yourself. (laughs) You're not even comparing yourself with other people. You're comparing yourself with yourself. It says, that is a recipe for disaster. This is Monica's version of scripture. In other words, scripture actually says, they are not wise. It's that blunt. It's that like, they are just not wise. It's not a good idea. It's not going to come out 
favorable for you, you having an opinion about yourself. And so let's dive into what the author says, and then I have a few nuggets for you to carry throughout your day and think about and, um, and really just take in. So she says, my plan seemed simple enough. Hoping for some relief from all my traveling, she does a lot of speaking around the world. I had decided I would become a cookie baker extraordinaire. To be honest, that goal was such a stretch for me, but I wanted to feel normal. I wanted to be like other moms at my daughter's school and bake treats for their fundraiser instead of buying something on the way to school. How many of you have ever wanted to be like the Pinterest moms? And one of the uh, one of my favorite things to see, because this would totally be me, is like those Pinterest fails where you've got this beautiful cake or some type of pastry and then your version of it. <laughs> and it's just like these deflated, like just distorted, deformed looking figures. <laughs> And you've got the original over here and you're like, that's why my kids love that show. Um, Layla in particular, she loves that show, Nailed It. Because she's like, look at the before and look at the after. It is crazy. It is crazy. So that's what she's saying. I wanted to be like them. So I decided I was going to be cookie baker extraordinaire. So here we go. Transitioning into a more typical mom life was very appealing. So I carefully followed every single one of the cookie cookbook's instructions. But afterward, all I had to show for my efforts were burned cookies and a smoky kitchen. Hardly cookie baker extraordinaire. Later that night, I distinctly heard the Lord ask me, who exactly are you trying to be? Have you ever had that voice come to you and say, who exactly are you trying to be? My husband has said that to me before. Maybe he was the voice of God. <laughs> I don't know. I sat down to spend more time with God so he could help me make some sense out of the last few days, which had been quite busy. He simply reminded me that he had made me unique from every other person on this planet and that being unique is in fact okay. It is okay. Our uniqueness, yours and mine, is his divine design. Sit down with him and let him make sense of who you are trying to be and you're made to be, and then just move forward and just be you. So we've got, we've got us who are having these conversations in our heads about who we are, who we're trying to be, who we need to be, all of these things. We get frustrated. We get annoyed with ourselves. I know I want to be this. I know I want to be like them. Yet I'm focused on all the reasons why I'm not them. And I talk myself into a pretty big tizzy. And then comes the big question from the Lord. Who exactly are you trying to be? 
Have I not laid out for you who you are? Why are you consulting you about who you are? Why are you not consulting the one who made you and knows you better than you do? That is the big question. He says, you were created in my image. You were created in my image. I think lots of people go to that place of a body, arms, and legs. When you think of created in God's image. And it's not that. It's not that. It's created in the essence of who he is, the embodiment of who he is, which is love. And therefore you were created out of love to be love. And the conversations I guarantee you that you're having with yourself about who you are have nothing to do with love. Love for yourself or anyone else. Because we can talk ourselves out of who we are. And that's not what God created us to do. To talk ourselves out of him. And so we were created out of love to be love. And then in the fall of man, we were separated from his love. And so we spend all of our time looking to fill ourselves, looking for love basically in all the wrong places. I am so needy of acceptance. I am so needy to be valued. I am so needy to be seen. And then we move into this place of self. This whole scripture right here is talking about, please don't consult yourself about yourself. It is not wise, is what the scripture says specifically. Self-consciousness, self-sufficient, self-preserving. Add in all of the selves that are the standard of society today. It all revolves around self. And honestly, the issues that we are having in society today all revolve around self. It's about having those conversations in our heads with ourselves. And self ends up being the biggest lie on the planet. It really is. Because if you were to consult with your creator about who you are, it has nothing to do with you. You were put on this planet through love, out of love, to be love. When you are love, you are not self-serving. You are not self-serving. Therefore, I am not sitting here waiting on you to fill my cup. 
My job is to wake up every morning to see how I can fill yours. Because I am not waiting for my big breakthrough to know that I am accepted enough so that then I can be validated and then pour into you. You don't have to wait for a certain event to happen to feel accepted enough to move forward. And I think that we all do that. Once I hit this point in my business, then I will have the proof that I am good enough to serve you in this way or to sell to you or to do whatever. Once I am this good at being a Christian in people's eyes, once I get to this, then I'll be accepted as someone who can speak about God. And then I'll feel good about myself because it's all about me feeling good. And I'm wrapped up in my emotions and that feels good to feel good about myself, to feel validated for what I know. And then now I can step out into the world and be a witness. We have it so wrong, my friends. We have it so wrong. When was the last time you woke up and said, I don't need any breakthrough? My breakthrough has already happened. I am completely accepted right now in this moment. Therefore, that gives me authority to be me. That gives me the freedom to be me. Therefore, whatever God has planted in me, I can step out into the field of the world and plant that and expect fruit to grow out of it. Because I don't need a degree in being a sower of seeds. What I need to do is go out and do the work. What I need to go is go out and do the work. And this is the problem with so many people who are people of faith who think that praying a prayer to go to heaven is the goal of being a Christian. And that's enough. And I, once I prayed that prayer and I'm good to go, the rest of the time it's all on me. And that is not what the word says. The word says you're valuable enough for me to go and take on your past so that you can live your future in freedom. But this new creation that you are becoming, you, who you are, is worthy of being heaven here on earth. You don't have to wait for heaven. You don't have to wait to die to be part of heaven. You are called to be that here. Therefore, 
We don't really need to pray to him. We don't really need to sing to him. What we need to do is follow him. What we need to do is follow him. And what did he do when he was here? He went to the places where no one would go. He spoke to the people that no one would speak to. He was the embodiment of love. He was the embodiment of obedience. He did things he didn't want to do, but he trusted the Father more. He was tempted just like we are tempted. Yet he chose the plan that the Father had over all the riches, over the self that the enemy was tempting him with. And so we were not created to talk to ourselves about ourselves. We were created to become that new creature who knows him so well that you become him in here and in your actions. And you are able to walk so boldly in the world knowing that you do not need acceptance from anyone to be who you are. You do not need to become someone else in order for you to work your business, my friend. There are too many of those. It's like we're in a copy machine of business right now. I'm going to try to be like her so that I can have her success. And that person is trying to be like the other person so that she can have success. And we're all carbon copies of each other. Have you noticed that most of the time when you see people and the courses and the different things, it's all just a regurgitation of another person's content? And while at the beginning, sometimes it has to start out that way because you're you're kind of getting your footing when it comes to being a business person and you have people that you admire, and that's fine. But there comes to a point when God is asking you, um, who exactly are you trying to be? Because I think you left yourself like two blocks away. And you're moving over here to be someone that I don't recognize. The one that I created out of love, to be love, to be selfless, and to not need more than what they already have. Because that is where I get to work. You right now, believe it or not, have the ability with who you are right now to be a multimillionaire. I'm telling you, you do. 
by being exactly who you are right now. You have the ability to be a multimillionaire. The reason why we're not is because we've spent so many hours in conversations with ourselves up here. Telling us why we're not worthy of having money, why we're not worthy of being blessed, why we're not worthy of so, I mean, I can go on and on. The list just goes on and on. And he's saying, you are already more than. The day that you believe it, guess what? You get to move mountains. The day that you believe it, you won't even recognize yourself. You won't recognize yourself. You know why? Guess who's going to be recognized? Him. The day you find yourself, you will be a true representation of being created in his image. And so we've been talking about stop it with the hesitation. Get straight into action. When we stop and think, it's when we stop the course. We stop the path that he has created and revealed to us and we put in the butts and the butts and the butts and the butts. But this, but how, but why, but when, but where. And he is saying the reason why humanity is in trouble right now, it's because self-consciousness, I'm self-sufficient, I don't need help from anyone. I can do this on my own. Self-promising. Self, self, self. Have you guys read 2 Corinthians that talks about what love looks like? It's selfless. The day that you come to your audience, Selfless is the day you are you. And that truth is going to pierce their hearts like nothing else can. Why? Because everybody else is a carbon copy of someone else, trying to be someone else. But he's saying here, nobody... Nobody is like you. He made you so unique, so special, so able that all we need to do is follow. It's like enough with the singing. Thanks. I like it. It sounds good. Enough with the praying. I know your needs. I got it. Will you follow me? Will you follow me? Because the honestly, this may sound weird, but the prayer and the uh, singing is self-serving. 
It helps me feel better about my circumstances, about my situation. And then me feeling better basically makes it so that unless my circumstances are perfect, I'm not, I'm not perfect. My life is just something that I need to survive on a daily basis. And we dwindle the truth of God's purpose in your life to who has done what to you and what circumstance is in front of you. And that then becomes who you are. And then you have the conversations here. And you are so far from selfless. You are so far from your identity in love and who you are that it's no wonder we're stressed, overwhelmed, and sick. We don't do it intentionally. We have the good intention to want to be close to him and better people, but it can't stop at listening to this devotional. It can't stop at just reading your Bible. It can't stop at prayer and a song. He's saying, let it down so I can pick you up and follow me. Your burden will be light with me. Stand up and start moving. Stand up and be me. Be me in the sense of be love in the world. That is the answer to all the things. It sounds so, I don't know, so many songs have been written about it. It sounds kind of cliche and kind of like, yeah, 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 we know love is the answer. But let me ask you, who is being love? We know it, but are we walking it? In order for you to have success in your business, you need to own that knowledge like you're hanging on it for dear life. That is your biggest selling point. Knowing who you are. Having your identity so ingrained in you that you're unstoppable. That nothing is impossible for you because nothing is impossible for him and he is in you. Therefore, nothing is impossible for you. It's that simple, yet because we have the conversations and the consultations of Monica with Monica, guess what? It becomes, it becomes impossible. We make it impossible. We stand in our own way. And we choose to let the world dictate our next step instead of following the shiny light. It's like airplanes who need, you know, those lights so that they can land. God gives us those on a daily basis. Yet we choose to hear different coordinates. And so today, if God is asking you, Rebecca, Nadia, Dina, Carol, Linda, who exactly are you trying to be? What will your answer be? That's where it all starts, my friends. 
That's where business and life success starts. Because the day that you can fully embrace that is the day that your true, you know, that buzzword authenticity, it's not authenticity. It's truth. Oh, they're being authentic because they're showing the behind the scenes. No. You come to your audience as the true you. That's not only what they want according to the statistics. It's what they need. It's what they need. They also need permission to be themselves. But it starts with you. And themselves is guess what? They are also the embodiment of Christ here in the world. So to have that freedom on both ends, you are doing your work. As a sower, you are doing your work as a testimony. And you are doing it with so much joy. Because let me tell you, it's fun to be you. It's so much work trying to be someone else. It's fun to be you and to be okay with you. So today we are going to ask our father to do a holy intervention if we need it because we are so bent on being that carbon copy because we see other people's success in front of us that we have completely forgotten who we are and that's why God is knocking on the door saying who exactly are you trying to be so let's go ahead. Let's pray this day in. There's so much good coming today, coming your way. So much good. He sees where you are right now and he's smiling. Why? Because you're even willing to take a moment to listen to his truth. And that is the first step. Awareness and willingness. And so let's pray. Father, we are just, I don't know, kind of in shock right now. We've spent so much time and we may feel it's been wasted time trying to be something we're not. Yet you are telling us that we have access to be exactly who you have created us to be. And that we don't need to do more in order to be more, in order to get that stamp of approval to move into our calling. You are saying right now in your mess, who you are with your insecurities, with your fear, you are more than accepted. And the day that you can let that love be greater 
then the insecurity and the fear that you may be feeling is the day that your life will make sense, is the day that your life will feel like you have purpose, is the day that you walk into that next conversation with someone and you are yearning for them to have the same freedom and knowledge and understanding that you have. It's not about us. It's never been about us. We weren't created to serve ourselves. Lord, help us take the focus off of ourselves and shine that bright light straight to you. It's almost like the bat signal that you see up in the sky. And the moment that we start to deviate, Lord, show us that bat signal up in the sky. Show us where we need to point our focus to. Help us to avoid those conversations in our head that you say in your word are not wise because you know where that leads. It leads to more of us. And you are saying, this is not about us. This is about your glory here on earth that we are called to walk, not to think about, not to pray about, not to sing about, but to be. And Lord, we are here for it. We are excited for it. We are ready to shed off the old and bring on the new because that is what you have promised for us. For those who believe we are new creations and we are not willing to stay one more day in the pit. We are ready to wash our feet off and get moving. And therefore, Lord, we are just excited. These are amazing times. The hope that this brings to our hearts, that we don't have to be trapped in ourselves anymore that you took all of those weaknesses and all of those things that we hate about them ourselves and you hung them on the cross so that we wouldn't need to spend time there. And that's why it makes sense that you would ask us, who exactly are you trying to be? Because I know that you are more than enough. You are telling us that over and over and over again. Help it to not fall on deaf ears. And we thank you. We thank you that you are just infusing this. You're bringing it up over and over and over again. And I imagine it's because we need to get it. We need to get it. Help us to get it, Lord. We can be stubborn. I am so stubborn. <laughs> Yet you give us grace for who we are. And you say, even in your stubbornness, guess what? You are more than accepted. So we thank you for this, Lord. We thank you for this knowledge. And we thank you for giving us the ability to see outside of ourselves and see you there, not ourselves. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. That was pretty awesome. I'm telling you, he keeps bringing it back because obviously there's a lesson we need to learn and we haven't learned it yet. 
They say that as God brings you into different seasons, sometimes you end up in the same season for what feels like a very long time because we need to get it in order to be ready for the next, the bigger and better that he's wanting us to have. So that's our job today. I want you as a business owner to make a list. This is your homework. Make a list of your traits, of your gifts, of who you think you really are and write it down. Are you kind of funny? Are you kind of sarcastic? Are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Are you, I mean, list out, who are you? Who are you? And how that you can come out and be your brand as you come out into the world. What are words that you use all the time? Can you make hashtags out of those? How are people gonna know it's you? We copy hashtags all the time. Where's yours? What makes you, you? We need to start there and we need to love it and we need to embrace it. Because that's what this reading was all about. So I hope that you have a fabulous day. I will be seeing you tomorrow morning. Um, I opened up the doors to our private membership to the people in uh, my paid group, the Visibility Vault, um, first. But I am going to mention it to those of you who may be watching. Uh, Basically, I, I am at the beginning of July, I'm going to be opening up a, uh, a private mentorship group, very small group. I may have two of them for people who are looking for starting a project, finishing a project, moving forward, but then also going deeper like we go deeper here and finding out why we are not moving forward. And being able to take the band-aids off. I was telling people this over the week. We live just band-aid on top of band-aid on top of band-aid on top of band-aid. And it's time to stop with the band-aids. And we need to heal from these things. And we need to come from a place of what we just talked about. Of love and understanding. Understanding how that love works. And so, super excited to be sharing that. I'm doing interviews with people who may be wanting to do that. I have pretty much the first group full, and I have some people um, for the next group. If that's something that interests you in having a, um, an interview with me to see if you would be a good fit, let me know in the comments. Um, not everyone is a right fit, to tell you the truth. Um, they may not be ready in their business or in their plans and their goals for the future, and that's totally fine. Um, I want this to be something where people actually want to commit to going deeper. They want to commit to actually getting results. They want to commit to having to stand up and do the things that are going to make them money. Give them a return. It is an investment. 
So I'll tell you that from the from the get go. But if you think this is something that would serve you, just message me um, or put it here in the comments or you can message me and I'm more than happy to chat and see if that is something that would serve you. It's going to be intense because it's going to be a healing and transformative process. So if you're not ready for that, then I would not, um, I would not start that. But if you are ready for that, then uh, message me and we'll be, I'll be happy to chat with you. Okay. So that is all guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today. You guys are awesome. You're being consistent and I love it. And, um, I personally think you are more than awesome. So have a fabulous day. I will check you guys out tomorrow morning. Take care, everybody. Bye.